Welcome, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time zone you're listening. This is uh, But I Don't Know Though, co-host here, Avery Mason. I'm sitting down with Mr. Phil Hunt on a playoff divisional football Saturday night. No, Sunday. Today's Sunday. Sunday. Come on, man. And we had, so so this has been a great uh, weekend for football. All of the games so far, last night game, if you watched, it was the... Um, the 49ers and the Packers. That game was decided by a field goal, as was the Bengals and the... Um, yeah. Who are they playing? Uh, Titans. Titans. And so special teams been real important. All those games were good, man. Special teams been real important. I'm, I'm oh. happy for uh, Joe Burrows in Cincinnati. Yeah. Jamar Chase, because we talked about them last week on last episode, mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. fun they are to watch. Just because Cincinnati hasn't won. Anything like ever, and I think that's their only. Well, I guess it's not their only sports team because they got the Reds in baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but they, they, they haven't had a lot to be excited about in Cincinnati. So it's nice, good to see. to see them go. And even tonight, tonight's games. Uh, so right now we're in the middle of the Chiefs and the Bills is tied up for halftime. But the first game was a hot game where it was the Rams and the and the Buccaneers, and for about three quarters, the Rams was running the away with it. Defending champion Buccaneers, mm-hmm. the uh, TB12, mm. the Tom Brady-led, the AB-less Buccaneers. AB-less, yes. Got out there, and it looked like they needed a few receiving yards from a crazy man. That's what they looked. A and few, I, I think it would have helped. A few receiving yards away from a wide receiver diva is what they was missing, and uh, yeah. They went down. They made a uh, comeback late in the game and tied it up. High and drama. Then I call it high drama, man. I can't, you know. The Rams, Stafford threw a touchdown to Cooper Cup. Uh, he's a minority hire, a uh, <laughs> affirmative action hire at That's the wide hilarious. receiver position. I never thought he was going to be this good. I was like, they had. I remember when he first came in, they had Robert Woods and they had, um, who was the other guy? Uh, they had a really big time receiver, and the Cooper Cup was in the slot. There aren't a whole lot of white wide receivers, no. folks. Uh, I think the next after him is Hunter Renfro. Because you kind of need speed. <laughs> That's kind of something that you need to play receiver. Yeah, Hunter Renfro uh, uh, on the Raiders is another good. Not one. a whole lot. I'm going to Wes Welker. I think is the greatest. Cole one Cole Beasley that I can remember. Cole Beasley. What about Danny Amendola? Uh, I think he's Amendola. So that's not a not white at all. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, we were just talking about yeah. They threw a late one to Cooper Cup and they won. Yeah, they so kicked, the Rams are moving on. There wasn't none but fourteen seconds left on the clock, and Stafford got it to him. And when I tell you they were running, oh boy. Okay, so let's move on and talk to what I really want to talk about: James Brown's uh, shoe polish hairline. I don't know what it is with that baby boomer. First off, let's explain who James Brown is. Not James Brown. It's a man's world. No, not no, no, that no, James no, no. Okay, so that R. James R. Brown has passed away. Not the singer, not the we're, late great singer, but uh, we're talking the about the sports announcer that covers the NFL. Yeah, the NFL analyst for Fox, yeah, uh, James Brown. That brother's got one of the strongest die jobs. <laughs> I, I think the problem is we were talking about this before we start recording. The problem is that that baby boomer generation doesn't want to give up the hair. You think about all those shows that were on during that time, and they all had some form of receding hairline or something, and it was okay. Yeah, come on. Think about good times. That's one of the worst hairlines ever. What was my man's name? Oh, oh John Amos. Uh, yeah, John Amos, he had to start. That's how you knew he was a father. Yeah, he had the other thing in the front, a nice big bald spot in the back. 
the hairline but, came from bills but, but, and PTA meetings. Hilarious. But you could look at you could look at even the people playing professional sports back then, and they didn't like all the basketball players. They it was okay to have like a receiving hairline. OJ Simpson line. had a nasty hairline. Yeah, with a comb uh, over. Clyde Drexler. Clyde he Drexler, never he never yeah. shaved his. But that sure was the did. thing. You owned your hairline back then because you didn't have the technology that we got. Now you see men trying to trying to keep it alive. It's like yeah, James, what is this man's name? James, James Brown. Brown. Let it go. Because his hairline. Tory Lanez. Oh, shit. Let yeah, it Tory go. Tory Lanez. Guilty. Guilty We've seen party. him at that celebrity basketball tournament. And the one we were just talking about, Carlos, not Carlos, it was a Karan Butler. Even LeBron a little bit. I want LeBron to let it go, man. Just go balls. He's the greatest player of your generation. Kobe went bald. A couple of goats was bald. Shaq. Shaq Jordan. Bald, yeah. That's what held Clyde Drexler back was he wouldn't shave it. He had the nasty... He had the, he had the horseshoe. But now, come on, with George Jefferson, all no. our all our heroes on TV fathers had a nasty hairline. But they so held, but, that, but that was cool. I said Karan Butler, John Amos. No, we going back to the sitcom. Oh, okay, John, so Amos. John Amos, George Jefferson, George Jefferson, mm-hmm. Sherman Hemsley. Uh, hold on, Carl Winslow, R.I.P. Yo, he died. Oh, I thought he was gone. No, no I'm, I'm bugging. Alive. I'm sorry, Carl Winslow. Family matters. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rare condition. <laughs> but you know what? That wasn't a bad. I didn't think that was that bad. He his got. But worse. his was bad. It was. It was. It wasn't strong. It wasn't a strong. Oh, come on, uh, Bruce Willis. Un- Uncle Phil. Bruce Willis. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Yeah, Uncle Phil. I'm just, I'm just, we doing sitcoms. My uncle. None uh, of the dads. My uncle Sullivan Walker. He had one of those too. You he, couldn't even be a, a sitcom dad without a strong, with a strong hairline. Ed O'Neill. Uh, Al Bundy. His was kind of nasty, wasn't it? Al yeah, Bundy's was. was nasty. But then, see, that's what I'm saying. It's the boomer generation. Like they grew up. Like you hold on to it for as long as you can. And I told Keenan Ivory Wayne's had a nasty little something up front, didn't he? He did until he shaved it finally. Finally, he, but he, that was like a, a signature because for a while he just had like this this little patch in the middle. Yeah, of his yeah, head. yeah, right there, and just the hairline. <laughs> yeah, Keenan Keenan was nasty. Damon Wayne's was bald, and for, my wife and kids. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So you you had to either be bald or have a nasty hairline. I don't you, know. You couldn't be between. It's, but, it's my generation. Look, I'm gonna blame it on us. We trying to hide. Nah, no, bald. look at James Brown. You could see he's got hair. I don't but know then what he's doing. It's like he did a fill in. Like you know, yeah, remember he's them, too old. You remember them scantron all. sheets they used to have? You have to fill in the bubble with the number two pencil. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Somebody just <laughs> filled it in. Scantron. That's a scantron. It do look like it don't look like ink quite, but it looked like um, like you said, the mechanical pencil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, just, you just filled it in. Well, that is not number two pencil and on your head. The, the problem is when you're looking at it. They see they got they're shooting him at an angle. Mm-hmm. So that you're not seeing the full front of his face, you're seeing like half his front, his face, and his side. So it doesn't look bad from the side. But when you're looking at it from the front, all you see is his forehead. And and that's the even, thing. It's like we're looking at Bill Cowher right now. Now he's white, but he's a classic football coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You knew he was focused on football because yeah. he was going ball. Yeah. You see a dude with a full head of black hair and it's styled and profiled the right way, you're going to be like, this dude ain't that worried about football. He's more worried about his hair. Mm-hmm. At least that's how you feel, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's is how, how you feel. feel you know? It's like, why you just go bald? Nobody, it's, it looks better. And the same with the sitcom dad. You'd be like, this dude, he ain't about parenting. He too worried about his hair. It was, you know, I don't think it was such a big deal back in those days also. But like, even Picard, look at Picard. Picard is finally giving it up all 
The hair. Look, he ain't got nothing. Oh, no, 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 no. He still got something on the sides there. Oh, Star Trek. What's my yeah. name? Picard. Uh, uh, bleh. That's his actual name? Uh, John Luke Picard, uh, Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart. Okay, but yeah, you know that that's the thing. It's like men aren't women, bro. We not women. You know, you, you come to work with different hair than you had yesterday, and we are gonna be like, uh, about that. You don't think you don't think it'll ever get to a time where it's comfortable for men? I mean, it's it's a growing industry now. They got Bayesian hair products. They got male weeds. Well, Safari has talked about his openly and said that. Him and Tory Lanez went to the same doctor. Hilarious. So, although, like I told you, one thing about it is it's not sweat proof. No, it's not. If you get out there and start playing, like we seen with Carlos Boozer famously. Uh, if you're listening, Google Carlos Boozer and hair spray. Ba- yeah, hair. hair. And, and you'll just have a good time laughing at how he thought he was going to play four quarters of basketball. And it was going to hold no up. no one was going to notice the ink on top of his head running off. Because when you put that stuff on, he he put Beijing in his hair in particular. It gets so shiny. I think uh, somebody once said it looked like a Lego piece on your head because it's... One of my favorite moments, and I got to do a great topical joke, was uh, Rudy Giuliani got caught during a speech. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that it was going to be 97 degrees outside in July. And it was one of them hot summer days. And his hair dye was just running right down his face. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, uh, remember Ivan Drago? If he dies, he dies. <laughs> and I was just like so happy that I got to use that. How long were you holding on to that? <laughs> I mean, it was just it just came to me. I just looked at it and that was what I thought. And and. and it brought me great joy to get to think of Ivan Drago looking at Giuliani's head and saying, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> y'all may remember that from the Rocky movie. We know some of y'all kind of young. Uh, Which Rocky was that? I was Rocky one, two, wait, one, two, hold on, three. I think it was Rocky four. Where he fought the strong Russian. Yeah, because number one was Apollo Creed. Number two was Apollo Creed. Number three was Clubber Lang. And then number four would, would be Drago. Yeah. Four was Drago. Um but yeah, that 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 you listen, I just feel like we we're not there yet where men can wear weaves and people don't complain. When we had a coworker of mine, she would come into work every day with a new hair, different color, different length. You know and what you I'm just saying? We're not supposed you were supposed to act like nothing even mm-hmm. happened. All you can say is look, she's she's coordinating with her purse. It <laughs> She's, she's going with her shoes, but... Oh, she was matching. She was matching. Okay. But then, like, you see... I've seen on Instagram, there's some guys who go in bald and come out with, like, a full hairline head of hair, and I'm just like... And not not just the Bayesian dye stuff, bro. Like, there's actual weave where they glue it on, and they cut off the stuff around the edge, and you... Oh, wow. You got hair. Now, all right. They cut off the stuff, the stuff Whatever around that, the edge. Yeah, you know, what do you, it looked like. I'm sorry. It looked like I don't know what to call it. It's like mesh that that comes with the hair. So it's like mesh. And they'll cut the mesh and they'll glue that mesh down on the head. And it, and I'm not it. sure what you're talking about right now, I but know, I guess I have to have life. some fake hair. Yeah, to you know, understand. Maybe some. There's some women that know what I'm talking about. One of our. Uh, Female listeners who knows about the mesh that's attached to the hair that they got to cut and then glue the sides down, your edges. We we mentioned Rocky earlier. Do you think there'll ever be a boxing movie that like holds that greater space? No, nah, it's a different time, buddy. Different time. So you feel like maybe the way it's consumed is different? Because how many Rockies are there? Like 10? The, the original series, I think there were like five. And then, then you had 
Rocky, Rocky Balboa, which is like a continuation of his story. Right. And then Creed, then Creed and it's which some was sort of continuation. It's like a spinoff. Hmm. I don't think there's ever going to be another Rocky movie because it was a different time. It was nothing to watch. People were talking about it and then people go see the movie. But now, uh, people go online and see the reviews that other people give and yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, clips of it and everything to where you feel like you watched it even if you didn't. Yeah, Because I've seen that with uh, the sequel to Matrix Revolution happen. And you think about the 80s and you say, okay, they made seven Rocky movies and no one got tired of it. Mm-hmm. Then you see, remember even Jaws back then? What was it? Jaws, like seven of them? Three or four, I think. There's a lot of Jaws movies in there. There's 80s. seven Jaws? Right. There's a lot. There's a lot of Jason's, Jaws. Freddy's. Got Son of Jaws. I feel like that's a thing that you could only do in the 80s. I don't feel like you can do that now, right? right? But that, that don't stop them. Look at, you know, one of the worst movies that I've seen in a long time was Halloween. I don't know what this new sequel that just came out was called, but Halloween is supposed to be a horror movie. Tell me why we I'm in the movie theater with my, my friends. We're watching this this new Halloween that just came out mm-hmm. and people are laughing. Well no, nobody was scared. It was I don't know if it was deliberately bad. We didn't have so many mass shootings, people ain't even afraid of death no more. They no, laughing but, at it like ha ha. Nah, it was because the, the characters were doing really dumb stuff. I right, so it's Well like, that's always in horror movies. Somebody bro, falls down the stairs. Spo- spoiler spoiler alert. If you plan on seeing the newest Halloween Skip, I mean, skip ahead from what I'm saying. If that. you haven't, it's been out a while. Michael Myers came out of a burning house. They called the fire department. Michael. Now, everybody at this point in this movie knows who Michael Myers is. All the townspeople. Okay. The house is burning. The fire department comes to put out the fire. Michael Myers comes out of the house. And mm-hmm. instead of trying to put out the fire, now the 15-man fire department now decides, all right, we've got to take out Michael Myers. Then we can put out the fire. Okay. These guys are armed with fire hoses, pickaxes, axes, and just mm-hmm. they're they're dudes, they're guys. It's fifteen yeah. of them and one of him. When I tell you he went on like if 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 killers in movies was like clutch shooters, he was like Reggie Miller in like fifteen seconds he hit like eleven points. He killed this one guy by yeah. punching his head off, Real next guy quick. put his eyeball out. This one guy had a, a chainsaw and still could not and I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. I hate that uh, <laughs> when we say Mike Myers now, my mind does a switcherooski. And it's the Michael Myers from Austin Powers. Oh, so as you're oh. saying this, I'm picturing him killing people. Like, do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> 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 I'm picturing Mike Myers from Austin Powers. Shag me and all that stuff. I, I hate no, that. That's for sure. how my brain is nah, screwed up. I think Wayne's World first. I don't think... Oh, okay. Wow. That's yeah. That's back in the day. Back in the day, yeah, Wayne's World. It's excellent. Party, Party time. time. Yeah. All that. Yeah. But it was just he was going through, and the whole movie, dumb stuff was happening. There was a car full of people, and it was the they put the black. But girl. that's always in any Halloween or in any scary movie. Like the whole point is just to catch bodies. Well, and even when it's unbelievable, it's just like yeah, let's just catch bodies. And then yeah, that's why people are laughing. That's what they came there for. You came for plot. I know, not me. No, I didn't. I just, I thought I'd be scared. I was just waiting to see. Yeah, you too I, I was, nah, but I mean, you know, you, 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 all right. You, so you mean to tell me you didn't jump at movies? You never, you didn't see the sixth nah, sense and jump. You know, you just kind of laughing. The, the last movie that I truly was scared of was The Ring back in the day. Not scared, just mean make you jump. The ring, like, but it was because you didn't know what was happening next. I don't know. I just thought. I thought I would be a little scared of what it was, and I'm just laughing at the whole thing. But I hate when people drag out 
sequels. Like, okay, two movies I saw recently. One is, I actually haven't seen The Matrix Revolution or the new one. Mm. But it's two and a half hours. So you go, man, I'm really going to have to commit to this. Mm. But I found it funny that, like, time caught up with it, right? Because those first two or three Matrices, everybody was pretending like they understood it. But in this one, I think enough time had passed that people was like, I'm not finna pretend like I know what's going on here. Nah, I got the first but, the first three I got. The but the first, first three one were was I think maybe the first one to have the CGI effects where they did that whole spin yeah, bullet times. Yeah. And, and 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 that was what made me watch it. You know what I mean? You watching it just to see the special effects. Like, yo, I wanna see that motherfucker dodge them bullets again. I mean, I like the movie. I so, watched all three. So I never understood it, nah, but I, I thought know. that enough time had passed now that people quit pretending like all right. I I don't get this at all. I don't, I don't agree. I like that movie. All three of the original ones are good. The only reason I haven't watched this last one that just came out is because enough people have said it's bad to the point where it's like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. Four people that don't know each other in my timeline that I talk to about the movie were all like But they may have trash. bad taste. That's the thing now, you know. Mm-hmm. Back in the day... You know, you might have talked to somebody and they said, oh, I didn't like that, by the way. But... Nowadays, like you say, you log on to social media and you get the opinion right there, boom. But that doesn't mean it's accurate. It's like they're not film critics. Mm, yeah, but I'm just felt like the one one of the guys, two of the guys that, that said it, I know them real well, and I'm like, yeah, they we have the same movie taste. If they ain't like it, I know But that's what I'm saying like about trying to bring something into the new generation. Like, okay, um I watched the last Saw movie with mm-hmm. uh Chris Rock in it. Mm-hmm. Which he didn't do a bad job. He he's a pretty decent, serious actor when he wants to be. Um, but what was funny about it was Jigsaw was on a uh, Jigsaw Jigsaw was on a thumb drive. Mm-hmm. So you had to put him in a computer, and then he would start playing his games. And you go, ah, <laughs> Jigsaw done went digital. <laughs> like when did this happen? But yeah, I was just that was a little that whole thing was throwing me off. So yeah, sometimes I think. When enough time's gone, if it's been over probably five to ten years, it's like the hype's died down. People almost aren't even going to remember why they love it. They're just going to view it with that critical yeah, eye. Well, if we've said this before in other conversations. I always say it's about reheating leftovers. Yeah, like reheating Nobody's leftovers. coming up with anything new. They just it's bring like up they old mad, stuff. They and... brought back Sex in the City. What else did they bring back? Oh, I, oh we talked about it last week. They're bringing back that Fresh Prince. That trailer came out, and you just like, what are y'all doing? And then, uh, what's the other one? There's like one or two more that it's just like, oh, the Wonder Years where they made them black. Mm-hmm. And it's just, the, is there any sequel that's better than the original? And uh, my yeah, answer would be no. So at a point, it's like, eh, just let it go. Yeah, I mean, they brought back Sex in the City, and it's called, uh, and just like that. Yeah. And now we're exploring the adventures of women in menopause. And they're they're trying to do the same stuff they did, you know, back when they were young and Well back then it was kinda to my understanding, not that I ever watched it much, but it was kind of um groundbreaking women talking about sex mm-hmm. openly. Mm-hmm. But if you bring that out in twenty you know, twenty twenty one, it's like HBO already has what girls and all these different city broad city yeah, uh, insecure, insecure yeah. Where, where women are talking about sex openly. So it's not quite it's groundbreaking. And then, you know, younger generations receive it. And yeah, it's, I don't know. 
it just there's no sequel that's ever really been better than the original. So at a point, it's like, eh, what's the point? Like uh, Betty White passed recently. I bet they'll be trying to reheat Golden, Golden Girls Girl soon. Yep. Yeah, with an all black cast or multi multiverse cast. Um, I just I just don't see it working. I don't think reheating leftovers works. You got to come up with original ideas. Ooh. That's why you gotta love sports. You know, there are no sequels. I, I heard some people talking earlier about Tom Brady and, oh, once he started making a comeback, people like, oh, he made a deal with the devil. Tom Brady's definitely Illuminati. Oh, he's got the rest paid off. And I hate when people do that with sports where they start implying that it's rigged because sports is the one fair thing we have, right? Yeah. Like how we talked about Cooper Cup. Like, you know he's not a wide receiver because of privilege. Uh-huh. He earned that spot. He don't look very fast, but he right. certainly runs his routes yeah. properly and catches the ball. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I, I hate when people start implying this. Sports is the only fair thing, I feel like. Well, they use it as a way to ex- give excuses for their teams not winning. Well, you know, you only got to call because it's Jordan. You know, Jordan right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I hate about it. Like I said, it's the only fair thing, you know. Yeah. The presidency ain't fair. We just had a guy win with no experience. Uh, then he demanded a recount and acted like the system wasn't fair, the same system that he won in. Uh, he was you right. know, your local elections, whatever, all of it, you know, is kind of tricky. But I feel like sports, there aren't a whole lot of coaches' sons playing. Mm-mm. So, you know, when you're in middle, middle school, the coach's son plays a lot. And the higher up you go, mm-hmm. the less you see that because it's like we're trying to win. And whoever gives us the best chance to win. I think they're the ones going in the game. I don't care if you're good looking, ugly. I don't care what you got going on. So I, I enjoy sports for that reason. Yeah, I just I feel like it's the oldest original reality TV programming, like what's unscripted. And anybody can win or lose. Like for example, I had I, I did not have the, the Packers I had the Packers beating the Niners. Oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers got a, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. can't beat the 49ers. He lost to him, I think, in 2018. Yeah. And then there's that great Kaepernick run mm-hmm. from, like, 2016 that kind of makes Kaepernick into a household name. That 50-yard run he takes off. So, yeah, he can't beat them. I think they need a little more running backs, man. I agree. It's interesting don't... how much they drop back and pass. From as opposed to just handing the ball off sometimes. Like, I mean, he just, Patrick Mahomes just did a running back's job. Mm hmm. <laughs> the ref picked him up. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it is interesting. Like, I watched Aaron Rodgers and I was like, yeah, this, this is where having a good running back would have helped you, you know? Yeah, I think so. Because he's playing in the snow, too. Yeah, because something happens to Patrick Mahomes and that's pretty much a game, set, and match. Like, the next quarterback's going to, you know, they got to figure, ooh. That's one thing I do like about outdoor games, though, is, like, you have to consider the weather. It's like, who knows how LeBron plays in the rain. Bro, that snow is coming down. And and who knows how well KD can shoot in the snow. Uh Even when they were talking about uh, playing in the bubble, the NBA, I was kind of hoping, like, maybe they'll take it to Rucker Park or something, get some outdoor action going. That would be nice if the NBA would do that, just because you know hockey did that, and that was I thought that I don't watch hockey, but I thought that was kind of cool that they played games on a. Was ooh, it for COVID? I, no, it was just or just as an exhibition. They just went outside. No, they played some actual games on frozen ice outside. Outdoors. Yeah, okay, and crowds coming watching. It's like you watching game outside. It's it's hockey. It's frozen. It's 
It's going to make your cool. bets a little more complicated when you got to consider in your parlay if it's raining or not. You I think uh, I check think, the weather. I think <laughs> that'd be cool, but it's, it's you know, the problem is with it, NBA outside, it's like, all right, do they play on the blacktop yeah. or do we have them play on the hardwood? Because it's different now. Why well, I got to be blacktop. Hilarious. <laughs> blacktop, that stuff will do something to your knees and your back because there's really no mm-hmm. give. So it's it's a thing. But they probably do it outside. Maybe they could do it on some hardwood outside. Just, you know, just kind of that street. You get that fancy, but if you're going to do it, then do it. But, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you know, we we had to do the same thing in comedy, right? Once Mm -hmm. the pandemic hit, like, well, outside. All of us used to hate outdoor shows and turn them, damn near turn them down. I don't think. Unless they were paying. Hold up. I don't think I ever remember any outdoor shows before COVID. I don't remember. A few of them, just backyard kind of boogies. They do more of them in LA. Because the weather's always nice. It's easier to do and easier to plan in L.A. Also, there's a lot more backyards in L.A. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the only kind of thing I knew was the backyard boogies and whatnot. But, right. but like I said, you almost you shun an outdoor show. Like, wait, what? I'm going to be outside unless it was money. Yeah. But once, you know, the pandemic hit, we had to open up. And you started right. seeing some people like, oh, he can't adjust. That wind and took his joke. Well, shout out to the NBA if you're listening. Put some outdoor shows outside. Put some basketball outside. Um, just to switch gears, I wanted to talk about this thing I shared with you in text earlier today. Uh, or today was like yesterday, whatever. It's uh, really funny. It's not. It's like funny, but it's not funny. Oh. Folk singer Hannah Horka dies of COVID after deliberately trying to catch the virus. Oh, no, that's funny, man. <laughs> well, I'm only laughing because of the way you presented it. No, well, I, it's, well, and I, I just mean funny, like, that people out there, the reason she tried to catch it is because she went online, read some extreme article by one of these right-wing extremist websites. Okay, I read the story. Her son, her son and her husband were both vaccinated, and they were encouraging her to get vaccinated, but then she went on some website, read something some quack said, that she believed <laughs> that the vaccine doesn't work and that the only way to survive it is to catch it and you build up your antibodies, which in most cases should be the case, but whatever. She goes, she catches it, she's like bragging about it, you know, I'm trying to catch it. And she was like, Yeah, I got it. And then she died. How old was she? She was only fifty six. Okay, that's old enough that it's like, yeah, uh no. Yeah, you... anybody under you know four over forty, I say it's a huge concern if you catch COVID. You she was I mean? positive, so, dog. She was. I don't know what she was out here doing. Uh, That's insane. Yeah. So she... I guess what you mean by it's funny is more of like uh, ironic in an ironic satire kind of way, like almost like. A yeah, it's like you tried to catch it, and then worst case scenario, you did not recover. I mean, I felt bad for her she family. Antibodies in heaven? Can you do angels have antibodies? I don't know. I think, and then it even gets worse where you see, I don't think people should be trying to catch this thing. But. Well, I mean, don't say that as if there are people out there. I don't even, I would have to fact check that story. I'm no, like, no, there's who, another story. Who, I, I thought I sent it to who you. Who would be that crazy? There's, there, was an, there was an Australian woman. She's getting married in February and she went out to the club and she's out there trying to catch COVID because she hasn't caught it yet. So she wants to catch it and get it out the way. So it doesn't stop her ceremony. So here, no, this is, this is, this is, hold on. This is where it gets like, what the F is wrong with people? 
She goes to a club and she's filming herself for TikTok, of course, because if you don't do for TikTok, it doesn't happen. Filming herself for TikTok, going to this club, hugging people, taking their drinks and drinking some out of it. And, and, And she's like, I'm trying to catch COVID. And she takes one guy's drinks and she... Puts her lips around Y'all gotta it. stop doing anything for likes, people. I mean, likes are free, so. And uh, once you pass, you can't get likes. You can't get them likes back. Have TikTok in heaven or hell or where. But that—that's—that's that's the thing she's Whatever trying. Whatever you believe in, coming back as a cow. I don't know if you're allowed to register as a user. If that's what you believe in, so yeah, I don't know what y'all got going on, but. You know, be safe and use better judgment. Probably don't be out here trying to catch COVID. That's it doesn't seem like not a very COVID, smart COVID, idea. Listen, COVID doesn't discriminate. He COVID likes everybody, okay? And you know, if you try to catch it, he catch it, he won't leave. You know, he's like an STD. Mm. Yeah, the more fear you have of it, the more he'll respect. Yeah, don't please don't he's come around here and act like it's not that big of a deal. Some people really think it's not that big of a deal, which you know. I but, mean, it's not. Like I said, if you're under forty and you don't have pre-existing conditions, but should what did you say? This one was fifty-six of like. Yeah, the one was fifty-six, and she know, was like, "I'm going to catch say, it." Consult your physician on that mm-hmm. and see what your physician says about the idea of you trying to catch it. It's just dumb. That's like saying, "Yo, I'm gonna catch HIV." So I developed the antibodies against AIDS. And it's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, Yeah, consult your dumb. doctor. Like, that's, And that's one of the problems is people going But online. I don't know, though. Maybe you know. Maybe I don't, Maybe you know more than me. I don't know, dog. Nah, I'm, listen, I, anything that happens to me, you know what? Whatever I'm not consulting you. the internet. I'm going straight lose, to my doctor. With each person that we lose, our rent gets cheaper. That is a potential tenant that you would have to compete with. Mm. Their application has been denied. Hilarious. So. Well, what's interesting, too, is that I don't know if it's because of COVID, but there's a lot of people quitting their jobs. But also these people, I think, are trying to... Um, these people are trying to uh, make a name more than they are trying to, you know, catch COVID. That's like I never heard of her before. Uh, well, you're probably not going to hear of her after because if she catches COVID, her, her whole wedding is going to be like postponed. Till death do you part. I said till death or COVID do you part. Uh, yeah, man. What do you say people are quitting their jobs? That's They're calling the great resignation. Because the pandemic showed people I could live without maybe a second income. Or I could live, you know what I mean? It, it it showed people, I don't want to say they're worse, but it showed people, we became minimalists. We couldn't go anywhere. And a lot of us saved money during that time because we couldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, what restaurant, what whatever. So yeah, a lot of people saved money and a lot of people became comfortable with being broke. It taught me how to be broke. I'll admit that. I was sat at home. And was like, well, I ain't got it. And then you went, well, I guess I just ain't got it. It is what it is. Yeah. uh, Then you get used to it and you go, you know, when I was sitting at home, there was nobody emailing me, you know, six times a day with updates on what they feel like I need to be doing or what I could do better. Yeah. So then you go, I don't know if I could get used to that again. You know what? I'm going to just stay home. I'm good. (laughs) I don't need your money. So, yeah. A lot of people got comfortable being broke, and yeah, they're gonna have to figure well, it out. I think a lot of people also picked up uh, some side hustles, to, to, you know, to expand and grow. And one of those people I want to talk about right now is Ti, who is now comes out of the pandemic. He's not only just a rapper, but now apparently he's trying to be stand up comedian. Oh, Ti, 
Yeah, I'm not. I, I, I read it on uh, H. What is this? HNH.com. Well, a lot worse things you could be doing is trying to catch COVID. So I'm whatever T.I. feels like doing, I guess. He, I think it says here he did like 10 minutes. <clears throat> okay. T.I.'s doing comedy. Y'all heard? You know, his son a few years ago was doing some comedy. What is his son's name? King? One of his sons, King or Major, I know he has a couple sons, and I, I just remember seeing a clip of it, uh, the comedian, uh, what is his name, K-Dub, who I think is very funny, uh, K-Dub was helping him out, what is K-Dub's real name, Kelly, Kelly Walker, I want to say, was helping him out, the son, with some comedy and trying to structure some jokes, he was saying, you know, you heard about that barbecue? What barbecue? The one where I put my meat on your grill. <laughs> and, and, and doing little jokes like that. And it's like, oh, okay, all right. Well, he's, yeah. uh, that's cute from a kid that age. But he's mm-hmm. a little kid. But in a grown-up so, yeah, time, I, just You like... know, listening to The Breakfast Club, I wound up hearing some of T.I. standing just a little clip. And, of course, people was like, he going to have to do better. But it's like, whatever. I mean, you know, who's to say? I, you know, it's... It's hard to listen to somebody who's rich. I think that's always an issue. Or famous. Yeah. I if mean, you're not famous for stand-up. Yeah, you uh, you have a harder time. The clip that I saw, uh, you know, maybe he was setting up some joke, but he was doing one of the pillars of comedy, which was talking about men and women relationships, mm-hmm. which, which that always gets you some listens, but it was really quiet in there, I'll tell you well, that. Well, he's in a relationship, so, you know, you got to talk about your life, so I, I'll shoot him some bell on that end. You got to no, talk about your life, so he's, you know, in a very public no, relationship what, with no, Tiny No, 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 what, what I heard, he wasn't talking, he was just be very no, general. No, in general, but I'm saying he's talking what he knows. That's what he knows. Mm. It's not like rap. You can't get up there and all the dope boys in the chat, thug niggas, drug dealers, where you at? You know what I mean? You could you could be a character in rap, where mm. you can't really be a character in, in stand up. Uh, I'm not se. even gonna lie. To you. I, I think it's rapping and acting. I don't I don't think comedy is. Uh... Well, like I said, he's gonna run into two problems. One is either he's so famous that people just came to look at it; they're not really listening. Meaning, like, either A, they're going to laugh a lot because he's T.I. and he's famous, or B, they're never going to be able to separate and be able to laugh at him because yeah. he's T.I. That first thing, That first thing is what happened to Will Smith. I remember Will Smith tried his hand at stand-up, yeah. and he, he put it on YouTube or whatever. And mm-hmm. yeah, Not that the jokes were bad. It's, you know, it just, I feel like yeah. people were laughing because it was Will because Smith. Because it was Will Smith. And some of them were kind of clever, but nothing was... too famous to do stand-up. That mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you're too established. Whereas, you know, when you're a broke nobody, you are getting the truth. Those people came there, they did not know who you were, and now they're all laughing with you. So, yeah, the, the reaction's authentic, that I think fame almost hurts it. Yeah. You know? And I mean, obviously, there are comedians who are famous for doing stand-up, Chris Rock, Adam Sandler's, that that doesn't really inhibit them because they did it before they were. So they really have that eye and know how to step back and say, this is funny or that ain't funny. And oh, y'all laughing because y'all like me. Y'all laughing because y'all like the last movie. Whereas a Will Smith or a T.I., they don't have that um that type of um yeah, don't discernment, have that discernment to be yeah. able to say, that's funny, that isn't funny. Oh, they're laughing. 
Yeah. Well, I'm going to take this back a little bit. What did you think about Chris Tucker's special? Because I think he falls into that category. I love Chris Tucker's humor. I mean, no, stop. Because Chris did it on Def Jam. He's got a top three Def Jam set all time. So it's not like he didn't do it before. But that's, the, I'm, I'm asking about the special on Netflix, the one he okay, came out. Okay, you know saying? You... It was good. Oh, baby, that is a touchdown. Well, that and that's Byron Pringle. Pringle. Oh, no, that's not Pringle. That's uh, Miko Hardman. Oh, shit. Calling out the wrong name. Is that ra- that's, yeah, that's racism? She's <laughs> just scored on the deals. That's what we're watching right now. So it's a little bit of a shootout. We were expecting the Chiefs to put up some points. And yeah. they have. They're they, they, they just coming out of halftime hot. Uh, and this is a run here. And I said earlier, I don't think the Bills had an offense to compete with them if they get hot. So, yeah, they're getting hot. And Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill hasn't even seen the ball yet. I, is he injured? He had a catch a, a minute ago. You, okay, you, you, but, were, you were busy potting and comparing Chris Tucker to T.I. The only thing they have in common is Atlanta. Stop. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go against you. I, I, oh, this guy missed another field goal. Oh, wow. That's number two. What? Hey, man. Tell you, man, one thing is, like we're talking about stand-up being hard, I respect athletes because, you know, it's hard to go 40 yards full speed and catch a ball from another person. Mm-hmm. But then add that crowd noise. Yeah. Oh, man. How about then you got to outrun a grown man Yes, who's like your... All of it. Who's bigger than you sometimes or uh, smaller. You got to outrun a 250-pound man who does nothing but train to stop you. He's watched <laughs> tapes of you all week. You know, sat in a boardroom yeah. where they drew, you know, plays up with you on the board. And had 100,000 fans screaming at the top of their lungs, man. And I, and I wonder how many people could just, you know, on a day-to-day basis do any job with 100,000 people. Because sometimes when a player misses a catch or a shot, we like to get all mad or in our feelings. But it's like, dog. Make that shot with a hundred thousand people screaming. Can you imagine you driving your cab and well, this probably happens to you. People are heckling you. Make the turn. Well, even make on, the turn. Even on that, I make mean, the no, turn. no one does that. But even on that, even on comedy, it's like being heckled. Mm. They have to do their. We get to get all uppity. Security, if there is anyone, or hey, please don't. Can I just do my joke? So yeah, they're being heckled all time. And, you know, people aren't always saying nice things. Mm-mm. You know what's not fair? That Kyrie got heckled by a guy in Cleveland, and they fined him for it. He cursed the guy, and they fined him for it. Yeah. Guy was like, whatever he said, Kyrie was like, y'all don't appreciate nothing. I got y'all MFers a championship. And that cost him twenty five grand. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's fair. It wasn't like he was being disparaging. He okay. was just... That's ten dollars to Kyrie, but I hear you. Mfer is is something somebody say. You know, oh look how good that mfer look. That chicken tastes mf and good. Well, it is weird to penalize them for being human because it wasn't like, like you all said. Right? People, was, no, he didn't say like you're a dumb mfer. He Even if said, he did, but people are screaming at you all game. Is my point. Mm-hmm. So you react to one thing out of the a hundred thousand things that are said during the course of an hour game or whatever. And then, yeah, they find you. So, yeah, I do think it's a little unfair. And that it's uh, a little petty. That it's like, yeah, well, you don't find the fans. <laughs> they throw them out when they say certain things, though. Sometimes. I mean, and but that was LeBron. Well, so. no, Russell Westbrook, too. Remember he pointed yeah. at people? They said the N-word. And, you he know, didn't throw them out, though. He got him out of there after they videoed him. 
And then we're like, oh, he's a season ticket holder. Don't put him. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But they don't get fined. But they don't have that type of money either. But. So, yeah, I think that's interesting always when people get mad at athletes about, oh, well, you missed the catch or free. That's like, do that with 100,000 people screaming at you. Yeah, but that, I mean, okay, I'll give you that. I'm just looking at this guy, the, the kicker. Yeah, the one job is to make those field goals. And it wasn't like it was like a 45 or 52 yard. That's a 30 yard. He missed the kicker I'm talking about is the kicker for the Chiefs. He missed one earlier, and it was that was a regular field goal right before halftime. And he just missed this one. Should have been a chip shot. And it just, I don't know what he was thinking about, or maybe he's just. Or maybe the wind took it, bro. There wasn't no wind. Flags yeah, weren't even go. moving. There I was looking no right wind. at it. The wind, the, the flags ain't even moving. I'm gonna pull, let me pull up the weather in Kansas. Pull it up. Pull it up. Talking crap. Over pull here. it up. Because you remember your lines in, in the middle of some wind blowing and 100,000 people screaming. Yes, if I Black Graham, <laughs> you suck. Oh, look at that pass. It's a touchdown. Stephon Diggs. No, that's not Diggs. Davis. Look at you. Why you keep saying the name? I thought bro? it said Diggs. That's his, you don't know these Oh, it's Gabriel bro. Davis. That's number two for Gabriel Davis. People. I didn't look at the number. I just saw the D and I was like, pause. I saw the D and I was like, Diggs. Then that's Gabriel Davis. That's the second one today for him. Dog, it's 37 degrees in Kansas City. But there wasn't no cloudy, and 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 eight miles per hour is the wind. That's that's not enough wind to. That's enough. Look at the flags on the poles; they're not even moving. That's what I'm telling you. You acting like you do this every day, man. No, but I've look at the flags; they're not even blowing. That's not enough wind to make a difference. That guy, he wasn't focused or paying attention. And the Bills and the Chiefs are getting that working. Um, Field goals have you kicked? I have kicked none, but All look right. at this. Look at this. Right down the uprights, and the Bills kicker. The did wind might have been chilling. You were giving people. You know what one of the greatest performances in the wind is? Back to outdoor performances. You ever see that Bill Burr set? Yeah, in Philadelphia. Yeah. That is a crazy set. But hey. those of you listening, Bill Burr, one of the first ways that he really made his name was. Which is funny, it's almost pre-social media. Yeah. Because he even uses a it, few of the banned words nowadays. But there's this great set of Bill Burr in Philadelphia outdoors performing, and I mean... It went viral the on YouTube. The crowd doesn't like him. It went viral on YouTube. And, and yeah, he just rails at them for 20 minutes and, and does a countdown. What, Minute number three. What happened was he, <laughs> he started off as... He was opening for a musical act that everyone was waiting to see. And they had to kill time between... Was that that? I think we're talking about two different performances. Well, I'm, I feel like he was... I don't was, think that was a musical act. I think... Because... And I mean, I could be wrong. I'm always leaving room for that. Mm-hmm. To my understanding, it was for like a radio station, but it was several comedians on the bill. Maybe there were musical acts after. No, there... I thought it was something, not Bob and Tom. What was the show? Opie and Anthony? No, they were putting they, they were putting comedians between the acts. He said, "You might be right." I'm, I'm not said, sure. They put it, so they put him up, and they, I know he was outside. Yeah, they were they were putting him up, and they were changing sets. It wasn't whatever. going well, but he won them over. He was he was doing his time. The first couple of jokes didn't go over, and then he just started bombing the crowd, started dissing people in the crowd, talking about their sports teams, and I feel like he won them over. Well, you said one of the funniest things he said was he goes, "You got up a statue of Rocky. He's not even real." Freaking Joe Lewis is from here. But you're racist, so you wouldn't put up a statue of him. You put up this imaginary white guy instead. 
And then he'd be like, minute number seven, because he was only contractually obligated, I think, yeah. to do 15 minutes. Yeah, 15 minutes. They so. were, oh my God, they were booed him, and then they started laughing when he started saying, I hope your mothers catch AIDS. I was like, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, laying into him. I like, if you're going to go out, that's the way to go out. You're, you're not winning anyway, just... Well, there's two types of bombing comedians, right? There's mm-hmm. the first type that, like, begs for approval. Mm-hmm. Please, guys. Oh, that usually does better. And then there's the people that go... If I'm going down, everybody in the room <laughs> is going down. I'm taking all y'all with me, bitch. Let's yeah. go. He shit on the sports teams. He shit on the politics, the neighborhoods, the people. Mm-hmm. And they, all of it. Bro, they ate it up. And then that's all they wanted him Man, to he's do. He's a Boston guy, so he knows Philly well. He you knows know, they're East well, Coast. Yeah. They're all rivals or whatever, so. That they they then I remember him saying they after that that's all they wanted him to do was come in and shit on the towns and he was like no that's not me that's I'm not I'm not I'm just I tell jokes that was right. just extreme ex- ex- yeah hey, it's good to be known in whatever format you're known in you know it is what it is but yeah, it got me to think about that because we were talking about outdoor performances and that the was, wind blowing and that's you know that that doesn't help when you're up there and. The wind smacking you in the face, and you're going, okay, let me stop. Or like how we learn to do outdoor shows. Yeah. Someone's dog might be barking, and you go, really? <laughs> you just stepped on my punchline. Thanks, Fluffy. Oh, you know, wow. They, 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 you know, right? so they didn't try to tackle him like three times, and he still got positive yeah, he yards. He start sliding. I hate to see any quarterback take take an actual hit. Take some years off that career. Yeah, yeah. Every hit. I mean, you respect it, but you like. Hey, yeah, man, one. played in Indianapolis for years, and we used to all, like, cringe when he would do it because it just, you know, growing up in the 90s, Look that wasn't that. the toughest. Boom. That's, that, I mean, that was, yeah, that wasn't the that tough. was a head-to-head hit right there. That yeah. wasn't the tough thing, you know, was to slide or to take a knee. Peyton would see the blitz coming and go down and take a knee, and you go, oh, come on. But then you go, you know what? Guess who made it 17 years, I think. Mm-hmm. 17 years and four Super Bowls paid man. Mm-hmm. So and won two of them. So you go, you know what? That was the right move, Peyton. Because Michael Vick used to catch some of those hits head on. Yeah. Concussion out yep. three to six weeks. And mm-hmm. you go, ah. You know who did that too? Uh Joe Burroughs. He he's he didn't know how to slide. Like he was he was uh taking some nasty hits uh on the quarterback sneaks he did. Uh, Patrick Mahomes slid earlier, and I, it, it made me like I still in program from the '90s because mentally my mind goes, "What a bitch!" But then <laughs> I go, "No, yeah, he's trying to now. live long, yeah, bro. Be program that '90s program, and CTE mm-hmm. is real. It like, is, man. You got a Brett Favre be talking about, yeah, man. I don't even remember taking my kids to certain places, and you go, damn. Troy Aikman said he would never let his kids play. He wouldn't. He, Troy Aikman, Hall of Fame Dallas Cowboys uh, quarterback, said he wouldn't let his kids play the game. But that's one of them that you know we always talk about it. But it's like I, I heard this guy, I forget what his name was, but he was talking about he won a championship in like 1987, right? He was saying he could barely move his right wrist. And it's, you know, he's basically paralyzed in that hand. And the guy asked him, you do it all again? He goes, if I could do it all again, I wouldn't change a fucking thing. I want a Super Bowl. So then you got to determine, and I'll ask you maybe, because we've been talking about CTE a little bit, mental illness. People were talking about it a few weeks ago with uh, Antonio Brown when when he stripped butt naked on the field or whatever. (laughs) Anyway, and quit. Mm -hmm. Um... Here's how I view it. Uh, 
to be a Super Bowl champion, MVP, whatever, and have millions of dollars, would you rather have brain damage in the mansion or be in a studio fully healthy? Studio apartment. Damn. You're, ask, I'm, you're asking a guy who's never played football. My answer is going to be I'd rather... Well, you did ultimate fighting and different stuff, so you, you know some stuff. I mean, if you, like, Michael Jordan is a good example. And I, I'm not different. I'm just, I'm going to, okay, let's I'm going to pile on top. Michael Jordan in the, the last dance, he, remember he does scene where he put up his hands. He's like, I won six championships, but look, look at the cost. Look what, all his fingers were like, and it, it didn't even look right. And he was like, this is what I gave for the game. Mm-hmm. So if, if I was in that situation, I'm like, hell yeah, it was worth it. Like I won championships. I made money. I mean, I can't. Walk well, basketball is a different sport, yeah. Now, and, and I mean, those guys have their issues, okay. Too. Megatron, we're talking about getting Me- hit Megatron, and, and, Calvin Johnson, so, for keeping football. I'll, I'll keep it football if you want. Calvin Johnson's or not. wrestling or something. Oh something my god, I, I just said Calvin Johnson, okay. All right, wide receiver of the Detroit Pistons, and they talked to him about it. He held up his hand, his fingers are all bent the same uh-huh, way. Uh-huh. Jordan... Let, let's back you up, wide receiver of the Detroit Pistons. Come on, you know what I meant, <laughs> bro. Come on, come but on. I don't know though. I, I think uh, it could be the Lions, but I don't know though. It is the Detroit Lions. It might be the Lions. I'm not sure. First ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best receivers to ever do it, and another one that got AKA burnt out Megatron. before his time because of lousy. What did he play? Lions. Nine years. Yeah, and I he should have. He should have been playing longer than that, but lousy management. Put him and Barry Sanders out. The pit- okay, so what about anyway? So his hands was jacked up, and they mm-hmm. never—he never won nothing now. But he—they he, asked him if you could change it, which he said no. I loved every minute of it, and his fingers are all like weirdly crooked now. Like he, when he's waving, it looks like he's giving someone the finger. Because <laughs> who are you pointing at? Now I'm right in front of you. I'm not all right. So about those hands, Calvin Johnson made 112 million during his career. Sure can did. those hands still pick up parts of that 112 million? No, but he can hire somebody to do it then for I'll him. I'll take those gnarled hands, baby. Give them to me. Hell yeah. Give me them gnarled fingers, and I'll pick up that 112 million, baby. <laughs> no, he hired somebody to do it so for him. So that's the question for those of you out there listening. I and, don't know. and y'all can send us the I answer. I don't know. Would you rather have CTE, a little bit of brain damage, a slight memory lapse, or a uh, gnarled hand in a mansion, or be fully healthy in a studio apartment? Y'all hit us up and let us know. Because I think I'll take the gnarled hands and being a legend. Like I said, you said Calvin can barely move one of his fingers or hands. And I'm going to say, yo, if I was holding $112 million in that hand yeah. that he made during his playing career, I'm good. Yeah, y'all taking CTE and uh, money or you taking a studio apartment and uh, good brain security? That's a great question. How can they... How can people let you know what they think about it, Phil? What's the best way for them to uh, reach at out? I am Phil Hunt on all social media. Yes. And if uh, you want to hit me up, Avery Mason Official on IG, the Avery Mason on Twitter. Use the hashtag. I'll, I'll be reading your emails or your uh, messages yeah. and DMs from my studio apartment, folks. Use the hashtag, but I don't know that. But I'm fully healthy, and I, and I understand that I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O. I don't know, though. Uh... We are still, we're on the fourth quarter of this Buffalo KC game, which this game is white hot. So we're going to lead into segment two. We were supposed to have somebody nice join us, but I guess he'll be back uh, next week. So shout out to him. I know he listens. And uh, we'll be back to segment two. Little advice time. Y'all know what it is. Stay tuned. We'll be right back like we left some. Listen to these messages from our sponsor, us. 
<laughs> All right, y'all, we're back. It is the fourth quarter. The Bills and the Chiefs game is getting hot and hotter. It's 26 to 21. Who do you, before we get into the other stuff, who do you think is winning this game for? Like the Chiefs, man, they're heating up with that high-powered offense. They started a little slow, but. I got to go with the Chiefs. They've been to the Super Bowl. Didn't they lose last year in the Super Bowl? They did lose last year. And they won the year before, yeah, so yeah. it'll be a three-peat. I, I feel like this year, I think the Bills are going to win, but I think it's going to go to overtime. The way this game is going, I think we go in overtime, and then the Bills take the win mm. uh, in overtime. Uh, but so far, so good. But here, y'all, welcome to segment two. We're here. Uh, this is a segment where we give our advice. This is why the show called But I Don't Know. Oh, oh excuse me. I choked on a burp. Uh, this is where we uh, give advice and we go over some weird primes in the segment we like to call Betty White. You want to explain the rules? Uh, that is where usually Avery reads a uh, crime and the details of said crime, and we try to guess who committed it and what race they were. Yes. Uh, but this time I'll be doing the reading of the crime and we'll try to guess what race they were. If they're white, we usually go with our classic golden girl, R.I.P. to Betty, Betty white. white. And then that, he white, motherfuckers, in case you're slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of us, we go, oh, man, because it's a little bit of shame you involved. Know what? Like, you you, oh, you know what? If it's one of us, we should say, oh, damn, Gina. That, that's what we should say. <laughs> should, damn, I, Gina. I mean, or, that, that could be your, your catchphrase. Or you could do uh, Florida Evans in Good Times. Damn, damn, damn. Nah, I like damn G. They let her say that on network TV? They did, they did. Interesting. They did. That was the 80s, though. you know. Bro, they let Archie Bunker say uh, chink on TV and kike. Like, they, uh, they in the 80s, that was... Archie Bunker, okay. Archie Bunker, all in the family. Mm, okay. Some of y'all who's born in this generation, don't go back and watch none of those shows. You wouldn't be able to handle it. Y'all, y'all be writing letters, get the show canceled, not realizing it's been off air for 20 years. <laughs> uh, so anyway... Yeah. What are we gonna say on this uh on this uh I guess we'll go ahead and segue into the segment. I'm sorry you yes. threw me a little off with them Archie Bunker comments. That is true. I'm anyway, like, uh, I'm I'm writing my apology right now. I'm like I'm sorry <laughs> that these things were said. You went quick, real quick with those one, two, and it's like, oh, oh, oh. No, 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 no. I said that's what he he said. No, no, that, no, no, no. But you know that doesn't matter nowadays, right? People don't even care. People go, I don't care what context it was in, and you go, all right, I guess. You're getting your apology right already? Yeah, I'm already working on mine. What about the one for the women? I mean... You you called Lizzo fat! Where's that? What did you say? Big. Where's the apology for that? Where's the letter? She is big, I mean... Those are not right to the apology. I apologize for the truth now. Oh, shit. I think think I'll be fine. (laughs) Those are not right to the letter. So, anyway. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get to Betty White. All Uh, right. I'm ready. So... Uh, this one says, at least she's honest. Not homeless, need boobs. A Florida woman asked for donations alongside busy roadway. Uh, let's go ahead and get into that story real quick. A uh, Florida woman asked for boobs? She she has a sign that says, not homeless, need boobs. Uh, there isn't much of a story here with it. Uh but there is a picture. Go ahead and try to guess uh, what you think that's, she is. That's all I get. Was no detail. Was it a crime? Or was it was it... no details. It wasn't a crime, actually. Just that she had it. 
It looks like a dirt road there. Maybe some sugar cane in the field. So. Sugar cane, dirt road, woman. I don't think that's something black folks going to do. If they're trying to get boobs, they're going to marry a football player, basketball player, sugar daddy, something. Well, black women, they don't need boobs. They got ass. That's true. <laughs> but... I'm just also saying, I don't think that's something... And we ain't stood we next ain't to no sugar cane in a lot of years. No, so. I'm going to say it's definitely Betty White. Okay, uh, yeah, you got that one right. Yeah, you can't see black folks for the it sign. Christina Andrews seeks a makeover. That is the uh, story. That's crazy. Why did she start a GoFundMe like everybody else does nowadays? I don't know. Maybe she wanted to get it out the mud, as they say. <laughs> out the mud. Out the mud. <laughs> she wanted to... I love that saying. That's a southern thing. Oh, Midwest thing too. Yeah, I hate it. It's like, unless you're a farmer, you ain't getting nothing off, out the mud, <laughs> bro. What are you even talking about? Okay, so here, let me read, read the story. Okay. A Florida woman has a simple message for motorists who pass her alongside a busy roadway. She says she's not homeless, but she is asking strangers to help. I just want bigger boobs because I'm not happy with the ones that I have. Christina Andrews told a Pensacola TV station. And I figured this was a good way to do it. The sign she holds alongside the busy Pensacola roadway reads, Not homeless, need booze. Andrews told them that she collects a lot of money doing this. She said there were plenty of smiles and laughs from folks who stopped and stared at her, shared a donation. Uh, Does she look good? Is she cute at all? Is she cute? Let me see. I mean, if you're into the white ladies from Florida, you know. <laughs> she got the sleeve, no sleeveless shirt. That's she, a, she's all right. She, she looks a little meth-ish. It looks like she enjoys <laughs> the Daytona 500 down she, there in she Florida. She definitely could have been in Breaking Bad, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. she looks meth-ish, but I ain't mad at her. It looks like she got some solid B-cups. I don't know. So man. we'll just take this know. moment to tell y'all that we appreciate ladies of all boob sizes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I agree. big um, ones, little ones, they're all beautiful, you, you know. But I, I believe you you got to have something in the back. You can't just I'm not I a mean, boobs guy. I'm not a boobs guy. I like boobs. You know, if you if you look good, you look good. So, you, I've never been a big believer that it matters. It's like, you know, if you look good, you look good. If you look like a, a horse, you look like a horse with mm. big boobs or big butt. It doesn't matter. So, I'm always it starts with the face. I think if you're a five, and you have, in my opinion, if you're a five, you have a nice ass that makes you an automatic nine. You, body you body is nice, but you know, I feel like body can be fake nowadays. So it's like being mm. beautiful. I think about like uh, you know, obviously Halle Berry. Think about uh, Megan Good. That it's like Megan she's Good. not, you know, crazy surgically repaired, enhanced body or nothing. She's the girl next doorish in the body. So yeah, Megan Good. Yeah, former video girl making good. She's not. She did a few videos. I mean, I'm not saying that you taking it to the next level. I'm saying she's not triple D cups busting out the bra. She's not huge Instagram model ass. So that's what I'm saying. And I mean, that would have ruined your acting if you had that anyway. Like that's not a believable thing in in acting. No one's paying attention to acting. Now they're just looking at your chest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Monica's another one that's, you know, pretty in the face. It's like, eh, you know, all that extra stuff. So, ladies, love your titties and uh, raise money for the booze. Which I, my question is now, how long has she been on the side of this road? That after the next time I come by, after I made two donations, I'm gonna be like, hold up now, let me see what we invested in. Go ahead, flash us. We give you some beads like you in uh, 
I, I think it's a shame that there are women, there's both women looking to get breast reductions and women looking to get enhancements. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should be able to work out some type of exchange a program. Middle, yeah. Like mm-hmm. a nice middle ground, mm-hmm. you know. A boob exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Prices yeah. are up on D's, prices are dropping on the B's. I, gotcha. I think we definitely, if we could all just agree on one thing, mm-hmm. I know we these are uh, divisive times, it's that we should mm-hmm. not be wasting titty meat. I don't know. What they're doing with Somebody's the reduction titty meat, but it's like, just give it to those women who want them for a cheaper yeah, price. Yeah. We need more titties. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry about the tangent. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. I'll, I'll, I'll sign up. All right, let's, let's get into this. <laughs> uh, let's see here. That's pretty funny. Uh, Florida man accused of stealing $75,000 worth of soup. That is a story I would like to read. Let's see here. Let's see what we got here. Let's see here. I mean, anything that starts with Florida, man. Yeah, a lot. Of, you know what? And a lot of those stories are from Florida, folks. Some of the, I don't know what, what it's going on in Florida. It's the water or what, but some wild stuff. Like I heard a story out of Florida. There was a man who uh, who tried to electrocute his wife using a hanger. Okay, let's wire. You, you, you getting off off the story. Oh, you got one? Go let ahead. Me, let, me, let me read the story. Read the story. Let me hear. So, to be particular, it was an Orlando man accused of stealing 75000 worth of soup. Uh man was arrested Sunday on charges that he stole a tractor trailer containing soup. I was wondering how he got $75,000 worth of soup. A lot of damn Campbells. A 51-year-old Orlando man was arrested on charges of stealing a tractor trailer containing $75,000 worth of soup. Uh, he faces charges of grand theft of cargo worth 50 k or more and grand theft of a motor vehicle following his arrest early Sunday on the Lord's Day. A Broward County circuit judge called the facts of the case very unusual. This is the first time the court's ever seen 70000 worth of soup stolen. I hope it was Campbell's. Mm-mm, good, right? Yeah, Campbell's. Better not be progressive. The Florida Highway Patrol said it received a report of a stolen tractor trailer hauling soup being tracked by GPS. And they pulled over the tractor trailer at the 63-mile marker of Turnpike in Tamarack. A passenger described as 5'10", <laughs> wearing a blue hooded sweatshirt, jumped over the concrete barrier wall and escaped after he jumped over a chain link fence and fled northwest. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, let's see here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because it's, it's more here. Okay, so it was a few of them involved in the heist. So basically, I guess this guy worked for the company, kind of sold it off to him. Okay, interesting. So yeah, that's that, that's pretty much it. Uh, your turn to guess who 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 had um, done such a thing. First of all, I just want to say that I don't know if this brother knew he was stealing seventy thousand cans worth of soup. Feel like maybe he saw the truck as an opportunity to steal the truck, and then he looked in the back. And was, oh, only soup back here. <laughs> Can you imagine you steal seven thousand cans? It's all seven thousand cans, and it's all clam chowder. Like, ugh. Oh, yeah, that's a horrible soup right there. I hope ugh. it was the good kind, some chicken yeah, noodle. Yeah, chicken noodle. 
You don't want uh, cream of mushroom, $75,000 worth of cream of mushroom. Now, if you have the flu or a cold and you steal that truck, that's a win. But if you are looking for money and you go in the back and you see just cans, you'd be like, where the money at? Yeah, it better have been flu season. And then even that, you know, you might, it'd be hard to get off $100 worth of soup you in, in, in the streets. <laughs> much less 75000 Where are you moving at on the black market, fellas? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right there next to the stolen livers and hearts we're moving right, candle soup. Hey man, I got the soup for a dollar under under market value. Gold chains, I got uh, right. some sour, I got some purple diesel. And uh, hey man, can I interest you in some soup? <laughs> you like, uh, can you interest me in what? I thought you said a suit. You soup? said soup? I'm thinking Gucci. No, 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 not Gucci Campbell's. I said, can I interest you in some soup? Like dude just waiting in the alley, you know how they flash the coat. Yeah. He just got like the labels. Kansas is dangling. It's like, look, I got chicken noodle. I even got the alphabet chicken noodle. What you want? I got stuff for the kids. I got mm-hmm. chunky soup, vegetable soup. What you want? Got tomato soup too for the classic soul. There we go. So, uh, uh, I'm gonna go with black. That sound like, uh damn, Gina. That sound like one of us, man. That gotta be one of us. I don't see. And that's your final answer. That's my final answer. Close, but no cigar because oh. his real name is, I'm going to try to read this out loud, Isabio Diaz Acosta, 51 years old. Oh, Shalatino. Oh, Uepa. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uepa. He, he did that. Wow. Got off with that soup. Uh, if it was the Goya, he might have could have done something with it. Might have could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that so, wasn't Goya products, though. Set some cans up on the corner. I don't know if the Hispanics them. down in Florida really messing with the Campbell's brand like that. Nah, Goya. Goya, because it you makes things... have Goya. Wait, what's the catchphrase, Goya, because it makes things good? I don't even know, dog. You don't know with Goya. that one. All right, you want to do one more? Yeah, we'll do one more. Let's get into some advice. Five thousand dollars worth of soup. of soup. I guess it is non-perishable items, though. Yeah, so, long as this is so a can. So you got from here to, to the rest yeah. of your life to get fifty-one. No, you probably ain't. You know, your life expectancy probably sixty-five. You live enough to sell, but you never have to eat nothing again. You'd have food for life. That is Bro, true. Bro, if we were in a zombie pandemic or shut down like we were last year, you just living off of soup. You'd be all right. Soup is healthy. A lot of sodium, but you, you know. I mean, you got to, so, if you are out there listening, man, if you're going to steal a truck, just check the back first. Yeah, make sure it's TVs Make in sure there. you got something good, something you can move real quick. Not, like. not, not CDs. Somebody stole a truck full of CDs, and they're like, what are you going to oh, take dog. it? What are you going to do with it? <laughs> a truckload of VCRs <laughs> that's Bluetooth compatible. Ah, man, who need a Bluetooth VCR? What are we doing? Oh, uh, what? I got Blu-ray, a Blu-ray VCR? <laughs> you you remember if you know what? What if you stole a truck full of 3D cell phones? <laughs> remember All those? Right. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing with that? Who's taking pictures like that anymore? Nobody. Oh God! All right, go ahead, man. All right, we're gonna go ahead and do one more. Uh, let's see here. What I got? Uh, Not a good one. I did a good one. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, let's see. Penella Park, man. Googled how to rob a bank, then robbed a bank. <laughs> Woo, Florida boy, y'all know how to do it. Wait, he Googled how to rob a bank. Then Googled how to rob a bank, then robbed a bank. Must have gone to the wrong website if he got caught. <laughs> or skipped a step. All go. right, let's read the story. Sheriff's deputies on Monday arrested a man accused of robbing a bank near Largo. 
Then using the money on utilities, rent, and a drug binge. Got to respect that last one. See, those first two were respectable. <laughs> uh, hey, man, man was in the jam. But then the drug binge, you go, ah. Anyway, according to Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, William Joe Johnson on Thursday stole an undisclosed amount of money from Achieva Credit Union. Deputies arrested him Monday night on a robbery charge at the Express Inn wow. on the highway. Uh, Johnson entered the bank just before 11 a.m., approached the teller, implied he had a gun, and told the teller to give him cash. He ran from the store with the cash. After an investigation, deputies found him at the hotel. How much did he steal? Oh, hold on. Uh, they didn't say. Oh. Undisclosed amount. In an interview, detectives said Johnson told them he was in need of money and searched on Google how to rob a bank. Uh, his his bail was set for a hundred thousand. Okay, if his bail's at a hundred thousand, he probably so, I want to say he probably stole probably got a good amount. Mm, yeah, they don't say how much for but, a dr drug binge and a hotel. Said, they said they said he told them he was in need of money and searched on Google how to rob a bank. Yeah, yeah if you're trying that. to learn how to rob a bank, you probably should learn from someone who has experience and they can talk you through it. Are there YouTube tutorials on how to rob a bank? There's yet? a tutorial for everything, and I'm not going to encourage people to go look, but if you go do your own research, you'll see what we're talking about. There's a video for everything. There's a tutorial on how to do a tutorial. There's a tutorial on how to do comedy. There's How to move $75,000 worth of Campbell's soup. And not get caught, okay? <laughs> Here's what you want to do with that, my man. I mean, I'd like to go see how many views these videos have because there's just people out here who really think that'll work. Um, anyway, the race of this man. Betty White. I can't see... I cannot see... Black person going to take that money, all right, if they're a drug addict. They're going to take that money and probably go buy some drugs and they're going to try to lay low for a little bit. I don't see them going to the nearest hotel and leaving a paper trail for the cops to follow. I just don't. That was right, Betty White. Come see, on. I, I tried to read his name to throw you off because his name was William Joe Johnson, and that sounds that like, sound like a black. That sounds like a brother. He does, however, use a black barber because he's got a nice face. That is a nice face. Got, got a nice lineup. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. don't know about this. <laughs> it's John B. Nah, but saying. his drug addiction slowed him down. He would have gotten away with it too, but he was too concerned about coke or dope or whatever he's doing. What is is that a fan on the field? Oh, yes it is. They sacked his ass too. Wow. People out here wilding in KC. Alright. I think it's time for advice time, man. It is. Would My you run on the week? Would you run on the field? Nah, bro. Why would I do that? I don't know. That's 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 gotta be a Betty White thing. All them dudes bigger than me too. I don't think on, I've bro. ever I'm seen going out there to get tackled by some seven hundred pound man. I don't think I've ever seen a black person run on the field and run for it. It's always been white people just like <laughs> uh, you never trying seen to spread around three weeks ago, yeah, because AB did it. <laughs> but I guess he at least plays, huh? Sometimes. Sprint it onto the field. All right, Phil. So let me ask you a question before we get started here. Uh, do you have any experience giving advice or Not like at therapy at all? Not at all. No, and no. neither do I. So. So I'll let you both know we, we got some questions here from dig.com. People looking for advice. Wow, was that a touchdown? Holy crap. Uh, Bills and Chiefs are really lighting it up. But anyway, as I'm saying, Phil and I are not experts at um, 
advice at all. We are just giving our opinions as two uh, fairly educated men. You know, we know some things. We might say some things you may or may not like, but take our advice at your own risk. Because if it doesn't work, hey, I don't know. Though. I don't know. It yeah, could work. We're not, we're not experts. You turn to us as the last resort. Absolutely. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna assume you've exhausted your options once you come to this. Yeah, dog. Listen, let me just say before we get started, this Davis, that's his third touchdown. And Stefan Diggs has not seen one. That's the third touchdown this brother has scored. That guy is going to be the MVP. And they're going for two. Oh, this game is going to get hot. Right, the Bills going up. Mm-hmm. By maybe, well, they're up by one. Mm-hmm. It look like this conversion is not going down. Oh, he caught it. It went down, Phil. It's two right. points. That is three point game. Stephon Diggs. 26-29. Wow. Bills up on the Chiefs. We got two minutes left, so two-minute drill, Pat see, Mahomes, two-minute drill. Didn't I definitely say he's going to go? I feel it's going to go overtime. They're going to run it downfield, get in field goal range, kick a field goal overtime. Mark my words. I call, I'm call. i calling it. That was a great catch, too. Wow. All right, so first question here while we struggled. Do you want Now, hold on. Let me ask you this before we get started. Do you want to watch the rest of the game, then do the questions, or do you want to do the questions while watching the game? I mean, you can stop it, and, and we, can, we can watch this a little bit, in two minutes, get a little sound going, and then we'll come back with those questions. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Hold on. All right, y'all, we're back. Thanks for uh, holding. If you're listening uh, in your car, at home, whatever, it just seemed like a quick second, but Phil and I did watch the last of that Bills in Kansas City game, and I've never seen anything like that. Literally, both quarterbacks driving down the field in less than two minutes, scoring 25 points. That's That's got to be some kind of record in less than two minutes. The Bills lost in overtime. I knew the game was going to go to overtime. I just thought the Bills would take it, and they did it. So it's yeah. the Chiefs. If you've been listening to the episode, though, you heard me say, that Chiefs offense is high-powered. Yeah, but looking at this game, the Bills offense was kind of high power too, wasn't it? The guy just for this game, but I'm saying all year we know the Chiefs. Mm. What did they say? Fourth straight championship game. Yeah. So it's like we know what the Chiefs do. Yes, the, they've Andy been Reed. there before, and they never. You can't shake the unshakable. Patrick Mahomes yes. never was shaken. Andy Reid. We know how many he lost with Donovan McNabb. Back yeah, in the yeah, day, yeah. So. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got that experience. So. Well, congratulations to the Chiefs. What a hell of a great game on the NFL. And uh, congratulations and uh, good luck. On to the next round. But let's get on to the next round of these uh, advice questions here. You and I are not experts, Phil, are we? Are we, we qualified? We are not. We stated that uh, earlier. Um, are we qualified to give this the advice? Podcast that we're not qualified. We're not. We don't have no degrees. You can't contact the Better Business Bureau or none of that. Mm-hmm. So if we give you some advice. And it doesn't work out for you, well, but I don't know, though. I never we, said it would work. collectively don't know. All right. So we just were kind of giving some, uh, you know, a thought or two on the subjects. So shout out to Dick. We got some great uh, questions here. I think you're going to love this. I always like keeping it fun. I don't like the serious ones all the time. Sometimes I like the fun ones when you have a chance to really dig in. And I want you to dig into this one. First question. Should I forgive my husband? For shoving my head into a cake and holding it there at our wedding. <laughs> let okay, that, let I, that, I need a little more. Let that sink that's in. It? No, no, no. That's the question. Let let that sink in. I want to let that sink in. Okay. Should I forgive my husband for shoving my head into a cake and holding it there at our wedding? I got married just before Christmas and I'm hoping to be divorced or annulled by the end of January. Oh, wow. 
Obviously, that wasn't the plan originally, but I never cared about getting married, but I wasn't opposed to it. So when my boyfriend proposed in 2020, we decided to go for it. <clears throat> we, we each took on about half the responsibility for organizing the wedding, but I think I was pretty reasonable about compromise when he really wanted something. My only hard and fast rule was that he would not rub cake in my face at the reception. Being a reasonable man who knows me well, he didn't. Instead, he grabbed me by the back of the head and shoved my head down into it. It was planned since the cake was destroyed. And he had a bunch of cupcakes as a backup. I left. <laughs> Next day, I told him we were done. I am standing by that. The thing is that over the holidays, everyone has gotten together to tell me I should give him a second chance, that I am overreacting because of my issues. I am very claustrophobic after a car accident years ago, and I absolutely panicked at being shoved into a cake and held there. <laughs> that I love him, even though right now I don't feel that at all. He loves me, and that means not giving up at the first hurdle. I don't want to, but everyone is so united and confident in their assurance. I am making a terrible mistake that I wonder if they are right. Um, all right. Well, I'm just going to say that I think that, yes, a little bit of an overreaction. Um, now, in fairness, uh, you did tell him you didn't want the cake in your face, so he kind of skirted the rules and was like, all right, I won't put it in her face, but what if I put you in the cake? Still doesn't make it right. Are you right for feeling the way you do? Absolutely are. Do I think you should... I mean, you did all this planning. You've been for a while. You accepted to marry him. In sickness to help, richer or poor, better or for worse, and you just leave? I don't, I don't think you handled that well. I think uh, I agree with your family. You give them another chance. Y'all can work that out. That, to, to be, that's got to be some sort of psychological, mental thing where you're just like... You just got married. You're at the reception. He does this thing that you didn't like. And the only way you decide to handle it is by leaving. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I think that's a bit of an overreaction on your part. And even the fact that you're, all your family's like, all right, you're right. He shouldn't have done it. But you, you don't love him because he pushed you into a cake? Well, as Maria Antoinette said, let them eat cake. That was the queen of France. And uh, yeah, uh, it could have been worse. Or I think this was more of an Ike Turner. Eat the cake, anime. Eat the Eat cake. The cake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I would ask is why that was the one request. It felt a little bit like you gave him an idea by saying, hey, absolutely do not smash my head in the cake. Like, like he might not have even been thinking about it. Well, it might not have been a thing. But if you say three times to somebody, hey, listen, man, do not smash my head in the cake. Hey, do not. Then maybe he read it as, you know how sometimes women will say something and they want you to do opposite? Mm -hmm. You know, like a little game or whatever. So that, that felt like a little game that you were playing with him. If you told him over and over, do not do it, maybe he thought opposite. No, well, I no, I well, you, she said, don't don't smash the cake in my face. Like one of one. So he, says, instead of stop, putting stop, the cake in the face, he said, take her head and put her head in the cake. And he planned it. So. Yeah, I mean, well, like I said, like you said, of like, well, was there any love here before? It makes me wonder if they were ever in love anyway, because if that's all it took, and you know, uh, I don't yeah, I really agree. see what a car accident has to do with getting you. I guess maybe if your head, if you got some head trauma, 
No, she said it was claustrophobic. She's a, a car claustrophobic. Cause to be claustrophobic, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I but, don't see what I don't see how the two correlate. But I've never been in a bad car accident, yeah. so I don't know. It just it seems like she's being a bit dramatic. I think so. She's maybe part of it's embarrassment. And, and I, I'm a big fan of as a as an older person. You know, don't get mad, get even. Of like, smash his head in some cake. I don't know. Yeah, him. yeah. You know, tie a bucket of water above the door, and when he opens it, splash, yeah. and, and, you know, have his family and friends waiting there, and they'll see him being better, just yeah. as embarrassed yeah. as you were of, like, I'd say, yeah, I don't just, see what the big deal is. But to, to, to have somebody propose to you, you accept, y'all plan a wedding, go through the wedding, and then divorce the very next day, that's... Unless it was like a game. She said a no, which is, yeah. like, means the marriage did, did actually even last never the even month, happened, yeah. so... I mean, he, I mean, was the cake? Were you allergic he, to this cake? No. Was it a good cake at least? I don't know. I'm not well, a very, all, all very much know, a fan of chocolate cakes. So. Uh, I don't mind it. But in uh, fact, that, that's the only use I see for chocolate cake is smashing somebody's head in it. That's hilarious. Now, yellow uh, cake. I, I'm not gonna be mad if you smash I, my head I, in some yellow I think, or white I think cake. It's, I think it's an overreaction. I think she's like really, really mad, and it's like if, like you said, if all it took for him was to do that for you yeah. to be like, it's over. I don't think this was this relationship was stick around for the fun part anyway. when you get cheated on. Or he didn't cheat on her nothing. nothing. He just it was a just cake. Smash your head in a cake, which is I see it as like an innocent act of having a little bit of fun, childlike fun. Yeah, because he loves you. I said, get a water balloon or something and, and, and pelt him with them or something. Get, don't get mad. Get even. Mm. You know, in relationships, don't get mad. Get even. So do something just as embarrassing back to him. And like I said, I don't understand why. She was telling him not to do it anyway. That seems like you gave him an idea. Yeah, but it's almost like telling someone, all right, well, I don't want to do the first. that's not a big wedding tradition, no. is it? Yeah, uh, so for some people. Yeah, I feel like you see it in some. Some people. A lot of people really don't do that. Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird, but I just. I, and then I, people can't eat the cake, too, so. Nah, no, nah, they can't. That of, like, you ruin the well, person. Well, most, most, pe most people at weddings do a, a slice mm -hmm. of cake. They don't do like that's where. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't think she really wants to marry him anyway. And but she I said okay. he had cupcakes at the back. That, that's how she knew it was planned. <laughs> I think I think this girl has some is some issues. Yeah, I think there's bit. some there's some, some underlying some deeper going on there. Um, all right, here's the next question here. Uh, am I a jerk for leaving fake notes to self around my house because I knew my fiance's mom snoops? Okay. You want to put clues down, throw them off the trail a little bit there. <laughs> I get it. I so, bought a I bought a house seven years ago when I met my fiance, Al. Four years ago this year, he moved in. We're talking about making it a home for both of us. But as of now, he hasn't moved much stuff in. Right now, 90%, 95% of the stuff and furniture in the house is mine. When his mom comes over, she's kind of a snoop. He was used to that, but when she comes to our house, it's so uncomfortable because she's just going through my shit. <laughs> <laughs> One thing she snooped on was actually embarrassing. In my home office, I had a little affirmation post-it note on my monitor saying, I am smart, I am skilled, I am deserving of great things. Anyway, she made a comment to about my ego, but as a joke, I decided to do it again. I had my best friend over. We got wine drunk and wrote a bunch of affirmations to hide. Some were, 
medicine cabinet. My teeth will regrow. I am shark-like and powerful. <laughs> On the kitchen drawers. I know when to spoon, but I also know when to fork. I am sexy and self-assured. At the work desk. I will not just fuck my way to the top of the company. I will fuck my way to the top of the world. <laughs> walk in closet. Uh, note there said, I am beautiful with clothes and without, especially without. My boobs are legendary. Now, see, going back to what I said earlier about yeah. don't get mad, get even, get even with yeah. people. When people get stupid, get stupider. There were a bunch more, and my friend and I had a hilarious time writing them. Next time my mother-in-law came over, she saw a few, and she didn't acknowledge them to me, even though she definitely started acting a little weird about me. <laughs> I went to run some errands, and when I was out, she confronted Al about the notes, and I was trying to tell him that I seemed unstable, egotistical, and moving in was a bad idea. She showed him the notes, and he really didn't know what to make of it. He asked me, and I said they were just some silly private notes to boost my self-confidence and make myself laugh. How had she gotten them? Had she been going through my things? He asked if I left them on purpose to annoy her, and I admitted that was kind of the joke. But I have also have other weird or private shit. So what I said about her needing to stop snooping, if she didn't want to find the weird crap, was still for real. He said I was making stuff hard for him. His mom was really protective and adjusting to him moving in with a girlfriend for the first time, and I was agitating her on purpose and making her think I wouldn't be a good partner when he wanted her to have an opposite impression of me. Uh, am I, I don't know what A-I-T-I stands for, but am I, oh, am I the asshole for the note prank? No. I think, yeah. you know, it's reasonable that, you know, when we come over each other's houses, we don't go in people's drawers and medicine cabinets and, you know, it's, it's certain things that are still kind of private and taboo. And even if you go into somebody's fridge a little bit of like, hey, is it all right if I... yeah. Yeah. Can I grab a beer? You know, yeah. you, you kind of ask permission. And even if they're leaving you, you know, free reign, I don't mean you just go in drawers and look yeah. at things. And, you know, myself, I, you know, back in the day, I think my sister had a diary. I read one page and I never opened that thing again. Yeah. So it is a level of like, you know, what you don't know won't hurt you a little bit. And, yeah. and letting people have privacy, even though you're in their space. I wish she would have wrote on the um, on the card, I'm too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> too sexy, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, let's just write a song now since you're going to yeah. be that dumb to report everything back to. And we all know in-laws can be annoying from what I heard. Yeah. Not a lot of people Not a lot. are it, on a good basis with their in-laws. The in-laws are always, and I think it's a tough position because they're always trying to protect their interests yeah, yeah. or their son or daughter and they always yeah. feel like let me you know try well, to help you i mean i i understand that but i agree with you to the point where it's like it's not your house don't go looking through stuff you basically you were looking for that you going through that stuff she knew you doing. she asked you not to do it you didn't check her you didn't check your mama right. all right so cool Here's what's funny. Let's make it funny. And then you come say, look, I did that as a joke, but right. stop looking through so my here's stuff. A, here's a short story. I'm going to tell you this similar. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when I was about 15, my brother, which my brother was four years older than me. Uh, he's no longer with us. He passed from cancer in short. So RIP to my brother, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, he's four years older than me. So to just keep it real and cut all the bullshit, I would go in his room and he was hiding porn in his room. So I watched his porn or whatever the fuck, right? But remember, this is the bootleg DVD era. Okay. So 
one day he's just so pissed. He's like, dude, you know, he had rap magazines, CDs, all that stuff was in his room. He's over 21, you know, cigarettes. I'd even take a little sip of his whiskey. Like, oh, damn, you got whiskey. Anyway, so yeah, I went in his room <laughs> and I took something that he knew he was so pissed. Man, don't you ever go in my fucking room again. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short, bootleg DVD era. Of course, I didn't listen to him. He's stay out of hell out of my room. I'm not playing with you, man. It's so annoying. Mm -hmm. I went in it again probably like a week later. And there was this DVD. And I'll never forget. It said Block Boys. So I'm thinking, you know, at the time, it was a bunch of rappers, you know, making uh, movies. What did uh, the Master P and them had the movie yeah, Hot Boys? Yeah, I got the Boys. hookup. I got the hookup. Hot up, Boys. Yeah. So I'm thinking, hot boy, this is something like that. Baller blocking was Cash Money's movie. Right, right. So I'm thinking, block boys, what's this? So I put it in. Put it in. It's these dudes there on the corner or whatever. And I mean, it's early 2000s. So they got on the white tee. They got fresh Air Force Ones on, mm -hmm. braids. Right. One dude goes, damn, man. I've been out here all day and I ain't made nothing. And the other dude goes, shit, me neither. It's slow as fuck on the block today. Man, I'm about sold out. I'm ready to go to the crib. Now, my dumb ass is watching this thinking, oh, this has got to be a new rapper movie. Whatever. We'll see what happens. I'm sure it's probably pretty bad, but, mm -hmm. but we'll watch it because what am I doing? They go back to like an empty apartment. Next thing I know, one dude is taking off his shirt and coming in on the other dude. And like, I'd never watched a gay porn before, but you know, like the setup. So then I was like, oh, no. And then the dude unzipped his pants. And I was like, yo. <laughs> but long story short, I, I mentioned that my brother passed. I never got to ask him if he intentionally put that there because I was snooping in his room. Maybe I was like too embarrassed to ever bring it up. Sounds like a setup. But, I, but yeah, I think, he, <laughs> I think he said, oh, he liked to break into my room and Look through my movies and whatever the fuck I'm looking how, at. How so, old were y'all when this was going on? I was like 15. So and how old is he? Prank. He's four years older than me, so he's so 19. 19. Damn. Like I said, you know, it was the hookup. He, he had wait, so he source just, magazines, all that in there. He knuckle you up, stay out of my room. Boom, boom, boom. No, I think that fixed me. Mm. A little bit. Too, but I was too embarrassed to tell him what I saw. But I think he put that in there. And I've never forgot the title of it. Like I said, Block Boys. That I'm like, yo. <laughs> right? You don't think he maybe bought it thinking Man, it was... Man, I ain't never pressed the jack quicker on a maybe, movie. Maybe he thought it was just like you. He thought it was, I got the hookup. And he looking at it like, oh, wait, <laughs> Well, wait, you know, wait, back wait. in the day, you would get the wrong movie or whatever. But like I said, I never got to ask him, God bless, he's gone now. I was too embarrassed to ever bring it up. That's hilarious. But you're like, maybe he... it. it I didn't think it was a coincidence that it happened right after right, he right. told me, stop going in my fucking room, man. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, block boys. That's a great story as to why people shouldn't stoop so bad. <laughs> stay out people's shit, Stay out man. of people's stuff, and you, you got uh, caught. And then I think that, I, You can't get block boys out of your mind. You know what? I think the corny thing is that he, he didn't even talk to his moms about it. He just was like... Yo, you you're making up stuff to agitate her. It's like, bro, like you're a grown man. You're moving in with your girl. Tell your mom, yo, you stop looking through her stuff. You don't know her like that. So yeah, there's a lesson. You stop looking through people's stuff, or you're gonna see two guys with with hood shirts take them off, and they got. You know I mean, that may not be what you're into. That's the only thing that that might not be your speed. So, but yeah, that that's what might happen to you. You know, it is what it is.
Yeah. So stay out of people's stuff, even if they, even if they allow you in their space. You know, there's still boundaries and respect that. And I, I get that. Like I said, I get the position of in-laws because they always want to protect, you know, their son or daughter. Hey, hey, do you know he has uh, some cream for his balls that he uses? So he may be infected. Do you know about that? Or, Mm -hmm. hey, hey, do you know, uh, I don't know, you you, you know, I just think a lot of stuff. I think you can give people advice and you can advise, hey, look, this is what I saw with this person. I don't know. But ultimately, it's up to the person. Like, if you, you, you're with somebody, you with, you're with them, not your parents, not your pops. Tear the advice because he did advice. They've been there, but, you know, make your own decision. But you can't let somebody come into somebody's space and just imagine me like, I come, come here and record thing with Phil. What would it be like I come over here and I just go in the room and start looking around and stuff? I feel like, oh, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That's not that's not your business. Like, hey man, I I thought I saw some nice sneakers over here. Nah, man, you know it's it's a violation. So respect boundaries. You know, you win a you win a uh, Super Bowl championship. You respect boundaries. They do hey, it in football. Travis Kelsey. If somebody doesn't define those boundaries or lay them down for you, like I said, people's drawers. Unless you're looking for a fork or spoon, and you might even want to ask that. That might be where they keep their dildos. And now you know you, what? Then put your hand on the dildo because you're looking for a spoon in the middle of the night. I would even say too, you start locking the stuff up. I was like, if all right, your mom gonna come over, you ain't gonna check. I'm gonna just start locking things, and she'll be like, why is this locked? Why do you need to go in there? What you looking for? You looking for something to steal? I don't know. Anyway, it's been a great episode, man. Enjoy some good football. We had some good, uh, you know, Betty White stuff. I don't know what you yeah, think. Yeah, it's been a good episode, it's a good, man. Yeah, it's been a good time. We got to watch the whole football game. Yeah, ran the score up. So uh, what, what are we, conference championships now? So Yeah, so now it's yeah. NFC, 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 AFC, and we'll see. I, I think life needs to be more like sports of life. There's no Super Bowl for your life, right? No. Well, I guess maybe your wedding, maybe having a kid. You could have multiple Super Bowls in your life. But you even that could be final because you could get divorced because you slammed somebody's head in the cake. That's so true. then that's like if they took your Super Bowl ring away. I don't know. The referees or something. That's a flag on the play. Yeah. But it's just, you know, when you watch these, you know, athletes, entertainers get to have these moments, even award shows that you're like, man, you know, Grammy-nominated artists, you could be a postman your whole life and not win no awards or never get to sit there and have people give thanks other than people who work for the company. True, but as a postman, your Super Bowl could be outrunning that Rottweiler that's bitten five people that week and you outrun them and you don't nah, get you. But you know what I'm saying? Like a ceremony, like a big moment of life. You know what I mean? It's, 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 you work hard all year and there is no playoffs. I guess maybe the fiscal year for some people is 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 a big payoff. Or maybe, bonus. maybe I guess for grown people, it's tax return time. <laughs> all right, I worked hard all year. Now I get that 1200 back. Mm-hmm. And if you got kids, you get a little more. For so. people from our generation, it's paying off your student loans. Oh, God, that'd be a Super Bowl win. I felt like I'm on the Super Bowl when I paid off my car. I was like, no more payments? I win. Okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess that is a grown man. Grown man pay making, making the playoffs. Pay off a credit card? Yeah. Sometimes you know you don't make the playoffs, so that's how <laughs> right. I feel like Let, in life too. Let's make it more relevant. Uh, getting a three-way with two girls you met at the bar. I mean, and you didn't set out to go do that. You just went to go get some wings, and they're like, "Oh, this is my friend." And you want to come this back? Sounds to personal. No, 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 no. I'm, I, I'm, that that could be a Super Bowl for somebody. I'm saying, Why not me. Nah, I don't do that. I'm just saying, for somebody, it could be the Super Bowl. Like I was just trying to get wings and chili, well, I met my brother, and I met this like girl. A, 
Super Bowl watching me come out of his room after seeing Block Boys and never trying to <laughs> and never trying to bring it up. <laughs> Have any of you ever had embarrassing moments like that where that, that was by being, the way, and I mean he passed. That was a great joke if that's what he did. Oh, that was good. You never know. You never know. But listen, have any of you ever had something like that happen to you where you got caught stupid when you weren't supposed to be? Why don't you let us know about it? Hit me up, social media, use the hashtag B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O, but I don't know, though. Never read somebody's diary and and, and go, woo, never do that again. Hit us up on the social media using that hashtag Avery Mason Official on Instagram, The Avery Mason on Twitter. And if you want to hit Phil, at I am Phil Hunt on all social media. Yes, let uh, us know if you ever got caught like that. And rate, review the podcast, folks. We can see y'all listening. Yeah, don't be a listeners. Yes. Pull up and tell us what you enjoy or don't enjoy. Tell somebody else about it if you like it. Hey, yo, look at this new podcast I found Leave out. some ideas maybe of things that you feel like we should bring up on the show or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a letter or a question that you have. We always love hate mail, too, so if you got hate... You can leave us a voicemail. If you go onto the Anchor app, you download anchor.fm, you can leave us a voicemail there, or just leave us a rating on our iTunes. We'll see it. For sure, we'll see it. They'll let us know. Um, but this has been, um, uh, no, but I don't know, though. But I don't know, though. Uh, should we end it here? I don't know. I, I don't know, though. I guess. I don't know. Hey, we'll see y'all next week.